This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Hour number two on 98.7 ESPN. It's ESPN New York Tonight. Gordon Damer, Larry Hardesty. Gordon, this the Yankees up seven one. By the way, Gordon seven one. Aaron Hicks coming through. I mean, really, if this holds, the Twins should every time that they have a trip to New York just forfeit. Save the plane fare, save the team plane, save whatever expenses for the hotels. I mean, again, you're giving up big hits to Aaron Hicks, and I mean this the lineup the, these two games. It's uh, it's outrageous that the Twins have not been able to uh, – because, again, the Twins are not terrible. No, the they're two games out of the first. Right. I mean, <laughs> they're fighting for something, and they cannot beat this t- – I mean, think about over 20 years how many different players have played for the Twins, and yet the results are almost always the same. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Wow. You're right. You are correct. You are correct. I mean, I hope they, I hope they stay in town. You know, can we, can we do? So, you know, the movie Casino mm-hmm. with Robert De Niro and yes. uh, Don, uh, Don Rickles, and uh, you know, somebody uh, Joe Pesci, obviously. Yes. There, there was a scene in that movie where like the whale comes in and like he cleans out the casino, and then they, what they would do is they would just keep him, the, the, the whale, in town. Like they say, oh, the plane is having issues. You don't want to find out about the issues. He brings him back to the, the casino. And mm-hmm. then the guy who won all the money ends up staying there so long that he loses all the money. The Yankees have to devise a way to keep the Twins in town. I don't know what it is. Petition the league. Figure out a way to just keep playing the Twins every single day and everything will be all right. Yeah, it, it would be. I mean, they. Just, I can't think of a, of a team that owns another team. Oh, my God. The way the Yankees own Minnesota. And again, I mean, regular is, season, postseason, yeah. doesn't matter. This is not a, a small sample size. This is a basically two de- two decades. <laughs> I mean, all, all 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 we need right now is for Davis to give up another home run for Judge. We're good. Yeah. Well, look, the Yankees will sell some more tickets this weekend. You know, they didn't sell that many tickets today, so they're trying to make clearly. Make up. <laughs> I think they're now one hundred and thirteen and thirty nine oh. against the Twins since two thousand two. That's amazing, and that includes the postseason. I mean, and, 113 and, and 39, Larry. Yeah. I mean, why did they just put the four fingers up and walk it? I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I think that the teams should have figured this out by now. The rest of the way, you should never until the Yankees have a more representative lineup. You mm-hmm. should never pitch to Aaron, Aaron no. Judge. No, I don't care sure. if there's a guy on second base. I don't care if there's a guy on first base. If there is a base open, do not pitch to him. Yeah. And this is from a Yankee fan who wants to see him break the record. Oh, absolutely! But I'm I'm just looking at. I mean, it would be it would be malpractice if you're if you're pitching to this guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's amazing. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We're talking about the uh, Zach Wilson injury that now will prolong him out. He is now not scheduled to return until uh, possibly Week Four against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Zach Wilson was asked about now being out another three weeks to start the season. Yeah, it's frustrating, of course. I mean, I want to be healthy as much as possible. And, you know, when the injury happened, I was just, I was pissed to myself, you know, preseason game, all that kind of stuff, you know. You got to be able to stay stay healthy. So it's frustrating, but you got to do what you can. Zach, what were your emotions when the injury occurred? 
Yeah, I mean, in that moment, you really have no idea. I mean, you kind of just hope for the best. You know, you get in there with the doctors as quick as you can. Just ask them, you know, you'll be all right, you know, what is it? You know, so I think for what the injury was, I think it's, you know, very optimistic to be able to, to get back and still play football the way I want to this year. I'm sure you wish you could play right now. I mean, of course that was the goal. I mean, if it was up to me, I would try and still play right now. Um, but, you know, listening to my doctors and whatever clearance that they can give me, kind of going week by week, staying in touch with them, that's what I'm going to go off. This is another injury to your legs. Is this going to change your play style because of these injuries? I don't think I'll play any differently. I mean, people can say you should have gone out of bounds or should have slid, but, I mean, it was a non-contact injury. The guy didn't tackle me. You know, if the guy hit me and I got injured, that's one thing. But, you know, if I can't even run and cut enough, how can hurt, you know, what am I doing? So i got to take care of myself and put myself in a better situation there. And, you know, sometimes unfortunate stuff like that just happens. Yeah, I hear what he's saying, Gordon. But, you know, once again, and this, and, and this is about – a year of trying to see what he brings to the table. So now for, for the next four weeks, Gordon, this is not about that for the Jets fans. For the next four weeks, this is about uh, let's see what the rest of this team can be, right? Let's see what the defense, how it's improved. Let's see what Flacco can do. Uh, is Flacco going to be the quarterback continually? Will Mike White get a chance to start if Flacco doesn't perform well? So these are going to be the, the thoughts next for the next month for Jet fans. Yeah, it's not. This is the time where there's nothing but optimism around every team, right? Even teams, the Houston Texans fans right now tonight are excited about their season. The the Bears fans, the Seahawks fans, everybody's excited for the start of their season. It's kind of hard to be excited for the start of your season when you you know your franchise quarterback, who is the biggest part of your team that you want to find out about this year, is not going to be playing for good part of the first month of the season and we talk about the Jets never winning a game in September certainly ain't lined up for them to win a game in September this year mm -hmm. well we'll see I think I think they have a good shot against Cleveland with Joe Flacco yeah well, like maybe. that was the, you know that was the thing like oh you're playing Cleveland with their backup mm -hmm. quarterback now you're playing with your backup quarterback yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. edge you had it's just been mm -hmm. eliminated yeah well you know what that means that's more pressure on Salah's defense Okay, we're gonna to have to see yeah. what this defense can bring to the table. This is, that's what, Gordon. This is what uh, football is all about, right? And and if you got that, you know the old adage: if you got to have an injury in the NFL, have it early because you got plenty of time to get your guys back and get rolling into the middle of the season. And look, as we've discussed, the first month of the season right now, nobody's really at their best. Not not with the way the preseason is these days. Left one less game. Nobody's really playing in the preseason anymore. So it, it is going to be interesting to see what happens. And, and listen, it may not be Joe Flacco, Gordon. They may, he may have such a bad outing that they may have to turn to Mike White for the second, for, for game two or three. You never know yeah. what happens. Um, yeah. Uh, the, 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 you know, you're saying about the preseason, nobody plays in the preseason. But then Zach Wilson's going to have to be coming off an injury. Mm -hmm. He didn't play that much in the preseason. And he's going to have the natural rustiness of every NFL player the first couple of weeks of the season. Uh, and dealing with all of that as well, it is not it is not a great situation. Now, it's not. like when you thought he was only going to miss the first game, all right, you know it's not the worst case scenario. This isn't the worst case scenario, but it, it's 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 a cousin of the worst case scenario. <laughs> like going the first three games without your starting quarterback, that's really bad. When he was already hurt last year, and you have major questions of whether or not he can stay healthy, because just when he comes back, Larry, there's no guarantee he's going to stay healthy. It's true. Oof. You're right. You're right. It's a tough situation. Yeah, not it is. Know. And and you know he's got to work really hard while he's rehabbing to stay. You know what? What are they talking about? Mental reps. 
Okay, he's got to do. He he's got to stay real real checked in, dialed in, <laughs> and then he's got to find a way, Gordon, when he rehabs it, when he gets better, to catch up with everybody else. See, that's going to be the thing, because he wouldn't have worked with the ones for like what two months. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a bit of a mess. Yeah, I mean, this is not not the kind of news that you were hoping to be getting when no. today was the day. Hey, I wonder if he's going to start week one. Uh, no, he's not going to start week one. And we've also added two more games, at least, at least, at least two more games beyond yeah. week one. I, it really sounds like he had a setback, Gordon. It just does. It really does. How can it not? It really does. I mean, they're not saying it, but it really. You know, does. It, it would be one thing too if they said, "All right, he's not playing week one. We'll, you know, we're not going to make any decision on it right now because week two is still very far away, and right. we'll, we'll right. just got to play it week to week." And mm-hmm. if he sat out week two, again, you know, Rich Samini, who's been covering the team for forever. Uh, he, he reported that, and, and other people, I think, have reported that the expectation was he's going to miss you know, probably more than one week, and you want him to be 100% healthy whenever he does get back in there. But mm-hmm. to come out today and say, oh, yeah, he's going to miss at least, the fir- at least the first three games, man, that is a, that is a real downer. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a little different than what you were expecting. <laughs> it's totally different than what you were expecting. 1-800-919-3776 and on Twitter, at Hardest to ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Your calls are next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. in New York is celebrating the return of football with the Back to Football viewing party with Peter Rosenberg tomorrow night, September 8th, as the new season kicks off. Come watch the season opener at the Ainsworth, located at 310 Sinatra Drive in Hoboken, New Jersey, where Peter will be joined by the 98.7 promo team with Anita Marks as they give away Back to Football prize packs and tickets to select 2022 Jet games. ESPN New York's Back to Football night is brought to you by Modelo, Jack Daniels, FanDuel Sportsbook, and Leafly. Hardesty and Damer until Freddie and Fitz at the top of the hour here on 98.7 ESPN talking about the uh, Jets situation with uh, Zach Wilson. 1-800-919-3776. Chris is in Manhattan. Hey, Chris, you're next on 98.7. Good evening, Larry. How's everything? Can you hear me okay? Hey, you're fine, Chris. What's up? Uh, first, let me say uh, good evening and long time. Uh, Gordon, how's everything? Uh, it's We're been, good, a, been Chris. a long, long time since Yeah, it's spoken. been a while. Yeah, you've been in it's hiding been here. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, you know what it is, and and this might be partially part of the call. It's uh, part of it is I've been quiet, not only on the radio. Uh, I like to do a Twitter space every once in a while, um, which is going to lead into my point. I've been trying to be a little uh, a little quieter and not contribute to the noise. This is what I mean. Right. When Zach when Zach Wilson um, went down, I could have sworn. Uh, I had spoken to Larry, and we had actually talked about, you know, just throwing it out there. Um, well, he could be gone for a certain number of weeks, and I think it was either three to four. And then we talked, and then we talked about the best possible situation. You know, is Flacco um, playing very well? The Jets have just having a two and two, three and one. With it, if you want to go all the way to four, no record, and then having. And this is in, in in quotations. You can't see me. A quarterback controversy. So with Joe Larry, Flacco? Like, no, 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 no. Just listen to what I'm saying. I don't get caught up in that. Larry and I, we talked about this already. So we talked about Zach Wilson being out for a stretch of games. 
interesting thing is I was on Twitter space, talked about this. And again, this was like the same out of the same night or the night after. And Tony Richardson had happened to be in the room and we were talking about, okay, the length of time Zach would be out. And okay. Um, if you know what happens if, uh, Joe Flacco plays well, which is your best case scenario, right? So how do we end up that I, that me as a Jet fan, okay, I'm supposed to be now what, uh, like the sky is falling? Like, we discussed this already. Now, having said that, I also know your history to a certain extent. You know, and, I, and again, I'm not trying to contribute to any noise, but uh, sometimes when you guys throw – when when my team throws out some of these timelines, I'm not. I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not falling for. I don't want to put it this way, but I'm going to. I'm not falling for the banana and tailpipe. Have you ever seen? Have Have the Jets given you a timeline on an injury that didn't quite match up before? Yeah, it's never been this bad though. Like, has there ever been one where they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy might be playing on Sunday." Actually, he's not going to play on Beckton. Sunday, and he's not going to play Mekhi on the next Beckton. two Sundays either. I would say Makai Becton. Wasn't that uh, – uh, was it a – and I could be wrong. Fact check me. Did they start by saying four to six weeks? I well, think Mekhi, I, they I, probably it, did, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It yeah was, and, even and, that is not – to is, me, that's not as egregious as this guy might start on Sunday and then tomorrow – we're going to make a decision tomorrow, and then when you make a decision tomorrow, uh, yeah, he's not starting on Sunday, and he's also not starting the next two Sundays either. Like four to six Gordon, weeks Gordon. to season is is at least you know it's a significant injury. It's just a range of how significant the injury is. Mm-hmm. I, I just, Gordon I, again. I, I'm, we had I'm a not call. Chris, we had a call you. last night. Was talking about you know why did the Jets always get seen as this like clown organization? This didn't help today. This didn't help anybody think. Oh, you know what? This is this is now a different a different day when it comes to the New York Jets when. You were saying a day ago, 24 hours ago, we'll make a decision on Wednesday about whether or not Zach Wilson can play week one. And then Wednesday came and you said, uh, you know what, he's not playing week one, week two, or week three, at least. This is this is why I tip my expectations when they give me timelines because you 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 rocked me to sleep to a certain extent with Makai Becton last mm-hmm. year. When when you when you gave me a timeline and that timeline was completely off and it was completely off to the point where we start absolutely trying to destroy the athlete because the timeline that you gave me didn't match up with what happened. Having said that, you know what? That's noise. You know why? Because none of this is going to help you against Baltimore. You want to know what, what floats my boat? Baltimore. How are you going to go 1-0? and You're not going to go 1-0 and against Baltimore, who Marcus Spears has picked as a top, the, 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 the fifth-ranked team, Entering the NFL season, and I'm gonna sit up here and I'm gonna go crazy over Zach Wilson when I knew there was a possibility that he was gonna miss multiple regular season games. This is after this is after being lucky enough to even have him available for the season. Because if you go back to that, there was so there was so much talk about. Well, we're not sure what it actually is non-contact injuries, possibly being ACL. So it went from a possibly season-ending injury to, ooh, we got some light now. And now it may be, you know, a two- to four-week injury or what have you. And then it was like, and I get it. He said, 
oh, there's a possibility. You know, he's he's been practicing off to the side. You know, there's a possibility that that he could play on Sunday, and some people's hopes just skyrocketed. I'm not gonna lie. Look, man, I've had two knee injuries before, <laughs> ruptured patella tendon in both knees. I'm sorry, you know, you might know some of these timelines. And again, I'm not a doctor. Some again, it's just again. No, I hear what you're saying, Chris. No, I do. It, it, I, I hear what you're saying. I got it, and, and thanks for the phone call. But here, here's the issue. The issue is that it's, once again, how they're handling this, okay? And so I understand what you're saying. For you, you didn't fall for it. But there are other fans who thought, you know what, there's a possibility that he's moving along, he's going to be able to go. And 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 it just, it's, it's, for him to say, for Salah to say, well, we found out this morning that, you know, Wednesday was the, and we'll, we'll play the cut on when he, when he found out. But once again, on the case show yesterday, he said, well, we'll make the decision tomorrow when we talk to the doctors. He knew then. First, he knew he wasn't going to play. He knew he wasn't going to play Sunday anyway. Okay, we, we, we know that, Gordon. He knew he wasn't yeah, going to play no, Sunday that, anyway. That is not that's a clear. Absolutely. No, that's not. But now to say that, man, I, now you're not going to play for the first three weeks? At least. At least. See, I, I like your part of it, Gordon. For me, I, I would say it's week to week. Right. He's not <laughs> playing week this week. week. We're taking it week to week. It's week to week. He's not playing this week. We'll evaluate him next week and see what happens. Good. You know, now listen, you know, just from our standpoint, Salah can run his team the way he wants to run his team. Okay? But I just think it's just a better optic. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? It's just a right. – and I know Absolutely. that's that phrase, better optic. Yep, yep, yep. But, but it's just – it's more – because now – Suppose something happens and he's not available for for Pittsburgh. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? At least if you say, "Well, week to week," or he's week to week. Well, we, and and I get it. This way, I don't have to answer questions anymore about it. But I guarantee you, somebody's still going to ask him next week. How's Zach Wilson going? Will he be able to go against Pittsburgh? Even though you've said the earliest he could play is is you know would be after week three. Somebody's still going to ask. So either way you handle it, Gordon, it just it's it's just not it's just it just had to come out right. Again, yeah, and and again, uh, look, Chris is very optimistic about the Jets. Uh, I think people are vastly overrating what Joe Flacco has left in the tank at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Rick and Dave. We've had our disagreements with Rick and Dave. I completely agree with Rick and Dave that Mike White should be the guy that you're getting a look at here, uh, even if you're just finding out about him. We know what Joe Flacco is. Yeah, you know, he's he's a 37 yeah. year old, you know, former Super Bowl winner. He's not he's not anywhere close to that right now. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's, it's a, you know, he's talking about, well, you know, they, they, we, they have to do this to help them win. This Talking about this is not going to help them win. I'm not so sure Joe Flacco is going to help them win on Sunday. And, and nobody really expected them to win on Sunday regardless. But you got to be able to win. You can't, it's like the Knicks thing, right? Like you can't start out 0-3 every single year. Well, I'll say this, Gordon. The fact that Joe Flacco was starting, what does that say about Mike White? I don't know. I don't know. It, it it felt like they were very quick to move off of Mike White. I, I to me, like Mike White might have a lower floor than Joe Flacco does, but I mm-hmm. think he has a higher ceiling than Joe Flacco is. And I kind of would like to see, you know, mm-hmm. if, if Zach Wilson is going to turn out to get hurt a lot, and so far in his NFL career he's got hurt a lot. Let me find out what I got. Well, perhaps Gordon, uh, and we'll see what happens. You may end up seeing Mike White. 
There's a very well. You know, you made the next three weeks at least. Yeah, you may end up seeing Mike White. I mean, you know, obviously, their thought process. Well, Joe Flacco is the more experienced guy. He's been the one that's been taking the 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 reps. Obviously, with the ones hasn't been hasn't been White. So, you know, you figure that's why he would. That's why he would be the one that would get the the. that's why he would be the one that would get, you know, all all the, the number one nod, sure, because he got all the all the reps. But let me ask you this: Yes, do the Jets win a game in September this year? Ravens, Browns, Bengals. I think they beat the Browns. I think they'll be one and two this month. Well, look, if they start out one and two, yeah, that's I think they'll be disaster. one and two. And listen, hey, when they get to the Bengals, you might see Mike White. He beat them last year. He did beat him by weird <laughs> things sometimes happen. That's true. He beat him last year. He may get a chance to beat him this year. 1-800-919-3776. More recalls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hours ago. No, I know. There's a possibility he can play Sunday, and now we're talking about October 3rd. This is all late, late last night and uh, early this morning. Robert Sala answering the question uh, Wasn't he supposed to be back like earlier? <laughs> it's ESPN New York tonight here on 987 ESPN. Go ahead before we get back to the phones. Yankees completed a sweep of the doubleheader. Gordon, here's a stat that uh, Harvey gave me. You ready? Yeah. Since the stadium opened in 09, mm-hmm. Twins are 10 and 40 in the new Yankee Stadium with a run differential of negative 94. Well, I mean, since 2002, oh. the Yankees are playing 750 baseball against the Twins. And uh, look, every, you know, Twins have up years, they have down years. They have not been, you know, they're not the Pirates, they're not the Orioles, no. you know, they're not uh, the dregs of the league. They just cannot for whatever reason, and let's hope that whatever that spell, whatever that magic, whatever that voodoo is, it lasts one more day, Larry. We just need one more day this year. <laughs> and then we need the Twins to get on a roll once they leave the Bronx because we kind of also need them in the postseason too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, but here's the funny thing, and this, of course, in the new stadium, this includes playoffs as well. Yeah. I can't remember them winning 10 games. <laughs> True. I'm like, they won 10 games? Right. They won 39 <laughs> games in the last two decades? That seems high. That's a lot of games for the, the Twins against the Yankees. You sure? That's <laughs> a lot of wins. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on tonight? Not a whole lot. No, yeah, I'm sure there was some new news you heard today. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love y'all, man. Listen, um, first of all, you, you know, Gordon, you were right on two accounts. Um, first, you know, you were talking about the Yankees were cooked. The Yankees been cooked for a long time. Yes. They were cooked before Rizzo. And, um, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, Rizzo. Yep. They, they were cooked way before all of mm-hmm. that. Uh, listen, you know, second thing you were writing about is when you were talking to that, a reference to that caller yesterday that called after that call, he said he's sick, he's sick of the narrative with the Jets. You know, I know they don't win. You know, I know they've been bad. I know things still look bad. <laughs> He's like, but he's sick of the narrative. <laughs> what narrative? The one that they created? <laughs> <laughs> and that narrative would be known as the truth. You know, yeah, pretty much. You know, I had a caller two weeks ago who called in. And he said, yeah, the Jets are a good team. We should be happy. You know, it's not about watching them whether they win or they lose. 
<laughs> Imagine crazy, saying that man. about any you other know, team in any other sport. I mean, come on, man. I mean, like, the Jets fans are punch drunk. We all know that. Um, when you listen to my brother Chris talking and you hear that frustration in his voice, you know, that's my brother and I love him. You know, the, the, the frustration comes from that the Jets are in the same position that they're always in. You know, and then right now they have great talent that has been added to the team, but the quarterback position sucks as usual. So, you know, I don't know what to say. You know, it's just, you know, basically, I'll say this much. The both you, man, I'll tell you where you were wrong, Gordon. There was a guy who called you the, um, the other day, uh-huh. and he was breaking down some other quarterbacks, and he said Baker Mayfield. And you said you'd rather have Zach Wilson than Baker Mayfield. I beg to differ well, on that. No, I, just I mean, to me, I know what Baker Mayfield is. And he, he can be a good quarterback. I don't ever think he can be an elite quarterback. I don't know what Zach Wilson is. And now, I mean, obviously, uh, it's not it's not bode well for him that he's missing the first three games of the season after a season where he was very, uh, very bad. As, as Really as bad as any quarterback has looked that got drafted that high. Well, listen, just on that premise, he's available. So there's no way he can't be worse than somebody who's not available. But, you know... Dubiously, you guys have played a lot of different clips, but you didn't play that clip that I, I know y'all saw when I tweeted y'all when Dale Olasky was on earlier today, and he pretty much said when they asked about the quarterback position and everything, you know, he asked all about these different things. And he sounded just like what I've said to y'all a thousand times. And to be quite honest, I mean, listen, it's not about the quarterback position anymore. It's not about any of that. They have to go out here. They're going to have to play some defense. Your coaches are going to have to be able to coach. They can't get down 20-3 to in the first half of this game against the Ravens. That's the kind of stuff that can't take place, no matter who's the quarterback that they have there. You understand what I'm saying? And, I mean, you know, basically, you know, in a, in a, in a negative way, this might be the best thing for the team. And I'm not talking about Flacco. It's not about him. This coaching staff has to prove to the media – to us fans, you know, we heard about the system with Denzel Mims. We heard about all these different things. They have to prove that now that there's talent there, that don't get – listen, they, this game they're not winning. But there's a possibility that they can win two out of these four games. But it can't happen without the coaching staff, you know, taking a step up. And, I mean, that's where it is right now. Forget about who the quarterback is. Well, you're right, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call. And Gordon, that's what we said last night. It's about them, their ability to make adjustments, how quick they are. They have to put they have to put their players in positions that they can make plays. Okay? And what it means very simply is I don't care who the quarterback is, whether it's Joe Flacco, whether it's Mike White, whether it's Gordon Damer, they gotta be able to run the football, my friend. They have to be able to run the football and be able to not be one dimensional because part of the problem they had last year was because of the inability of the offensive line that people put 10 guys in the box and said, okay, try throw. Go ahead and throw. Let's see if you can throw. So they're going to have to find ways to move the football, roll some people out of the pocket, you know, hit, hit some running backs in the flat or do some things because, Gordon, you know, you can run the ball without handing the ball to the running back. Okay, even right. if you toss it, that's also sure. a running play. Yep. You know, so that's what they're going to have to – the floor's got to be creative, Gordon, because – you're facing a physical, fast defense. Now, I'm sure a lot, even though Wink Martindale is not there, I'm sure his imprint is still left on this defense, right? There may be some adjustments. There may be some changes. But it's still going to be the basic fundamental is 
they play physical football. So for you, defensively, uh, for offensively, you're going to have to find a way to move the football. And the other thing that you have to do, Gordon, is you have to have some drives because you got to help your defense by keeping you know Lamar Jackson off the field. Yeah, this week is uh, it's a tough like week. A, yeah, this is like running into a little bit of a buzzsaw kind of feels like, and, and it's almost like no matter what ends up happening, there's more pressure on Zach Wilson whenever he does return. Like, yep. let's say Joe Flacco goes out there and he plays well and the Jets win a game of these first three and the offense looks decent, looks pretty good. Uh, when Zach Wilson comes back, he's supposed to be an upgrade. Yeah. He's, he has to – and, and, and this idea that everybody's just, oh, you just got to be patient. <laughs> no, 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 no. Patient was last year. Mm-hmm. Patient was – that was last year. No expectations come in, honeymoon period, all those things. There's no patience this year. You are expected to hit the ground running when you are a second-year quarterback who has as much to prove as Zach Wilson. So if, if Joe Blacko goes out there and the offense looks pretty good or, or okay or, uh, you know, it's not terrible, okay, well, that puts pressure on Zach Wilson. And then if the offense looks terrible with, ja- with, with uh, Joe Flacco, you're going to be 0-3 to start the year. Yeah. So there's going to be pressure on Zach Wilson to go out there and, and get a win. This is not, this is not what you want. No, this is not what you want at all. It isn't. It really isn't. It really isn't. It's it's, it's a tough situation. It's it's a tough situation. It is. Barry's in Piscataway. Barry, you're next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, good evening, Eric. How you doing? Hey, Barry. Um, basically, the what I wanted to say is with Salas, I hope they're not playing Joe Flacco just because it's safe. And no matter what, they can't question that they that he played Flacco. Because uh, I think White gives him the best chance to win. I do. I don't know why I have that feeling, but I do. And worst case scenario, he gets questioned for playing him because he wasn't ready. Or best case scenario, he has a, a controversy that now everybody thinks that White should be playing. But I think, like he said before, I'll use his words, that would be a good problem to have. And I just wanted to see what your opinion was on that. And is he just being safe by playing Joe Flacco? Because no one will question that because he's the veteran. But he doesn't look good to me. Yeah, I hear you, Barry. Uh, Thanks for the phone call. Neither one of them look great. (laughs) Gordon, really, in the preseason, neither one of them look great. I I guess you would give the nod to the veteran. Joe Flacco is the open, it's the season opener. It's at home. You, he's better prepared. He's seen more things. You know, whatever. Uh, but I do think, Gordon. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's easier, and this is crazy, right? But I think it's easier to, to sit down Flacco and go with White than it is to go the reverse way. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, you I think have it's Flacco if, here. Yeah. yeah, it's easier to sit. If, okay, we went with him first week. God, he was awful. All right, Mike White is going to start next week. We thought it was going to work. We're going to have White go in and, and have the opportunity. Flacco's going to be the backup this week. And, you know, and Gordon, it'll be week to week. Whoever has the better practices, you know, that's who will play. I mean, he could play it that way. He could do it that way if he wants to. He could yeah, make it week I, to I week. Yes. It's, you know, it's not but a great. Yeah. It's it's not not, a great either way, situation. it's not great. Either no. way, it isn't. Either I, way it maybe isn't. part of it is I just don't expect a lot out of Joe Flacco. I've seen yeah, Joe Flacco enough here the last few years to know that. You know, you brought him in not for this spot. You brought him in to be the mentor off the field to kind of mm-hmm. show Zach Wilson the ropes. It wasn't yeah. to actually play. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. to actually play in games. You're right. 
But I guess, Gordon, on the other side, we can't kill them because last year we killed them because they didn't have a veteran to come right. in, yeah. you know, in case the kid got hurt and you ended up with Mike White. So, you know, I don't know. I guess I guess we're in a situation where we can't kill them because they have a veteran now and the veteran should play. That's why you got him in there. He's supposed to be the guy that – the number one guy that – you know, if, if your quarterback, your starter's out, he's supposed to be able to be able to win some games. So, Gordon, if he if he can't win games, then you got to sit him. Simple. It's the way it is. Yeah. Win a game. Can you yeah. can you get us one win? Yeah. It would be nice. More of your calls next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. It's ESPN New York tonight on 987 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Back to the phone. Subi is at the stadium. Subi, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. Yeah, I was just sitting at the Legend Suite, uh, sitting right next to Carlos Correa and his uh, boys. So I, I was just looking at them close up. I think the Yankees are back. These are the exact wins you need versus bad teams to jumpstart your season and Cole looked pretty sharp. I mean, I, I'm surprised, you know, with these uh, with Garrett Cole. I mean, he wasn't really missing a beat. Now, hypothetically, if Judge does leave, I think a guy like Correa, if he opts out, that is a guy you need to build around. Um, and uh, hypothetically, you know, you, if if the Yankees had to rebuild without Aaron Judge, with all his composure, Correa. He's worth it. He's worth like the thirty million a year. So that's all I got to say. Uh, hold on, hold on, Subi. Hold on, hold on a second. Are you yeah. willing to forgive Correa over the Houston thing? I'm, I'm ready fan? to forgive him now. I just called him a cheater right next to his face. So, I mean, he, he's he's composed. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's just about what talent's available in the league right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not mm. that much premier talent. When I'm seeing him close up, that swing. You, you can't. You can't deny swing, and especially in this league where, you know, you need to hit for average now, and he can hit it all over the field. So that's all I got to say. I mean, you need a guy to build around, and uh, they're going to have a tough time if Judge leaves. They need to find two to three guys. That's all I got to say. All right, Subi, thanks for the phone call. Gordon, are, 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 are they back? Are they back? No, they're done. I mean, they're totally – I mean, it's amazing what little things can happen. I mean, it's the twins, people. Oh, Garrett Cole was dealing. It's the Twins. Aaron Hicks had his first, I think, extra base hit since July tonight. It's mm. the Twins. You just chalk it up to the Twins. Now, I'm not, I'm not handing it back. I'll take the wins where I can get them right now because I'd like to hold on to the division. But let's not. I mean, come on. People are getting carried away about wins over the Twins? It's amazing. Did you see the lineups? Do you think that Isaiah kiner Falefa is going to hit a lot of grand slams the rest of the way? He's ready to go, Gordon. He's on a roll. I will say this. Uh, look, I don't know how long guys are going to be out uh, and whether or not any of them are coming back and, and going to actually be back. But between Peraza and Cabrera, I would rather see them, even if they mm. fail the rest of the way, I want to see them get some serious run. And we, could we put Peraza in a little better spots yeah. than at the bottom of the order? Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Hey, listen, nice doubleheader win because both the Rays and Jays won. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to pick it up. And you you play the Rays again, you play the Jays again. So yeah. this is this is not this is not stabilized in really any way. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. I was going to I'll get to the other calls in a minute. I was going to – the way it turned out, Cole was fantastic tonight, Gordon. 
okay, mm-hmm. the way it turned out. But I was, I was a little critical of him because I thought, I mean, Gordon, he had 61 pitches early in this game. Yeah, it is. A, look, again, he struck out as many guys. What did he strike yeah. out? 14 tonight. Yeah, he got the job done. All of I mean, six job. and two-thirds, you know? Yeah, I need eight from him. I, I used I, my whole bullpen. I went 12 right. innings, Gordon. Right, yeah. I need I, eight from him. I think he had 61 pitches, like fifth inning, fourth inning, something yeah, like that. it was not ideal. I'm like, no, no, it was a great on. outing for him overall, but yeah, yeah overall, six and yeah. two-thirds, it's not, you know, you're you're the ace. The, are the standards high? Yes. Mm-hmm. So is the payroll. So is so is your week the, your biweekly check. This is true. This is true. I, I just I just you know I was just a little I was a little taken aback, Gordon. I expected more from him. I just did. And once again, yeah. he was great. Listen, it, it, once for he, what he was in there, he, did the he was job. great. He was he did the in, job. Right. He gave up the home run to Correa, and you're like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, it could happen. I was just thinking. You know, I don't want to hear any excuses tonight, anything like that. Go out there, get the job done, and mm-hmm. you know, in the whole, he did get the job done. Yes. But you would have liked for him to uh, to go a little deeper into games, and it just feels like that's been the case a lot this year. It doesn't feel yeah, like he's true. pitched that deep into games this year. He has not. He has not. He's not been like listen, like Bassett, like Bassett's gone into like the seventh inning on multiple. He's probably thrown. He's thrown over 100 pitches more than anybody on the Mets staff. It's not even close. And he's just he just continues to go deep and deep into games. And, you know, he's not even the starter, not even the ace, I mean. And, and that's what you – Gordon, that's what you want. You need your guys to go in there and give you some, you know, give you some length, especially in the scenario where the Yankees are where you had to use your whole bullpen in, in the first game. Yeah, and, and again, it is the Twins. You know, there yeah, is a, right. you're, you're grading on a curve a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm just looking at Cole's uh, overall lines here. Um, yeah, seven, seven, six, six, seven, six, six, six. Uh, you'd have to go back to. You'd have to go back to May 23rd for the last time he's pitched more than seven innings. Wow, that's a long time. That's a long time. A lot of a lot of sixes, and six and a third, six and yeah. two thirds. You know. Yeah, and a lot of bad innings. Like yeah, a lot of one, one bad, bad innings. innings. They, those are the ones that have cost him so far. So hopefully, uh, I hope that he's gotten past that now, but uh, yeah. we shall see. Yeah, we shall. Uh, let's head back to the phones. We've got Dave and Kilmack. Hey, Dave. Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, Dave. I think it's time to trade Barzell before he does a Tavares on the Islanders. What, what are you going to get for him? Three draft picks that are going to be proven scorers futuristically. Because you're not, right now they've done nothing to improve the team. They haven't found anybody to pair with him. I think it's time to cut their losses while they still can. Well, we'll see, Dave. Thanks for the phone call. It is coming near that time. Gordon, we're going to start talking is a little it? hockey. Oh, no. Yes. Hockey time? Has, yes. has training camp opened yet? It will shortly. You know, they in the NBA, they're like kissing cousins. They open probably in about, uh, well, what, the NBA season is October 18th. So training camp is not far. <laughs> it's not yes. far, my friend. I am not. It's I am not, not in that mode yet. I'm in football I know mode. I know I'm in are. football mode for tomorrow night. Weekend. <laughs> I got the TVs all lined up. I got the Look snacks all lined up. Oh, I've informed man. my wife of what's going on this weekend. Uh huh. You're not available, are you? I am not available. <laughs> And look, with the dolphin season, I'll be available soon. Don't worry. <laughs> but at least for the first week, you're not available for the first week. This you is an what, interesting he, game tomorrow night, Gordon. Yes, and look, you don't need to uh, be looking at all the different picks and, and predictions and projections to know the Buffalo Bills 
Yes. Must win the yeah. Super Bowl this year. That is the wow. only goal that is accepted. Not getting, not getting there. That's not the goal. It must be mm-hmm. to. It seems like everybody and their mother is picking <laughs> the the Bills to win the yes. Super Bowl. And I just think back to about a week ago, Larry. We got a call, first time in a very long time. That's right. From Omar in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And he called up, and he was on top of the world. He was. He said the Knicks were going to get Donovan Mitchell. He mm-hmm. said the Mets were going to win the World Series. We'll see. And he said the Bills were going to win the Super Bowl. Donovan Mitchell, the Knicks, newsflash, did not get him. Did not get him. Since Omar came on, the Mets offense went AWOL. Yes. So the and only part of the, the holy trinity that's left is for the Bills to lose tomorrow night. Well, he did mention something World Cup also. Yeah, something about Pakistan, yes. cricket or something like that. He yeah, always throws yeah. that in there. I don't, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not up to date on the cricket. Yeah. He, he's, and you know what, Gordon? I'm telling you, when everybody likes a team. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be that team. team. <laughs> right. You want to be the team that sneaks up on everybody. Yeah. You want to be the team that sneaks up on everybody. That's right. The, that's the beauty of the Dolphins. When everybody likes them, they stink. And when everybody doesn't like them, they also stink. Yeah, <laughs> so you're good either it's way. Both, you get them coming and going. <laughs> you're good either way. That's that, yeah. that's true. But it's, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow night, Gordon. It should be a good one. Uh, hey, you look, know, Bills football. and Rams. Yeah, right. yeah. But you like a signature game on the first one, right? So Absolutely. You open one, you want one like this, and and listen, this is a uh, the, the there's always a matchup. There's always a storyline here. For me, the storyline is Von Miller now going to Buffalo after winning a championship with the Rams, and does he take? Uh, some things from the defense, Gordon, over the Buffalo to let Josh Allen know what's happening. This is a little, little gamesmanship over there. They have to change a little, change some stuff for uh, for the uh, Bills. It does feel like it's the Bills against the world, man. Everybody is on the Bills bandwagon. I was looking today. Everybody's picking the Bills. So they if are. the Bills don't win the Super Bowl this year, man, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be wrong. Uh, Vegas will be very happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, <will>. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, if the Bills lose tomorrow night, you know that the panic will already start to be setting in. Nothing is more overblown than the first week of the NFL season. So if the Ram, whoever loses tomorrow night, the panic will start already. Yeah, you're right. Now, you will not be with us tomorrow night. No, I'm not with you tomorrow night, but I'll be on on Saturday, my normal time slot back at uh, 3 o'clock. So we got a lot of stuff to break down from that game. Obviously, see if the Yankees can get another grand slam from IKF before then. Mm -hmm. All the football stuff. So big jam-packed show on Saturday. And a little TikTok news as always. Oh, as always. What I learned on TikTok, I learned so much, Larry. All right. Well, have a great weekend, my friend. I'll see you on Monday. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. We'll uh, see you tomorrow night. Guys, thank you very much. Up next, Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN.